we at Into the Void would just like to say Happy Pride Month. We are supporters, allies, and family of the LGBT community and just want to share our love with all of you. In order to bring about positive change in the world, there needs to be positive emotion to drive the movement. And there is no emotion more positive than love. And the LGBT community brings nothing but love. We love and wish you all the best. Keep the love alive. Together, we are stronger. Stop, listen, and ask yourself, have you ever pondered at the idea that there may be something to the other side? If so, and you're hearing my voice for the first time, then you may have just fallen into the void. This is Megan from Los Angeles, and I am falling with GM into the void. Hey there, hello there, bats and ghouls. Welcome to another compelling episode of Into the Void, the podcast that talks about anything and everything paranormal. I am your ghost host with the most G-Man, bringing you the latest spooks that go bump in the night, real ghostly encounters, Halloween events, and Halloween-related news. Speaking of things that go bump in the night, I believe it's time I bring in my amazing co-host. Joining me forever and eternity is a man who makes the tombstones quick and the ghoulies shake. He puts the howl in Halloween. Bats and ghouls, please welcome, back from beyond the grave, it's the Strange One. Hey listeners, it's The Strange One here coming back to you from the land of the dead. Hoping to bring you some, some thrills, chills, and everything else in between. So... Let's get this ball rolling. Now, before I introduce our special ghost host, I would like to do what I've been wanting to do for quite some time, and that's give a big shout out to Ghost Club Paranormal. Join Jade, a longtime paranormal investigator on YouTube who travels around the U.S. asking questions and seeking answers from beyond the beyond. Bats and ghouls. Pop some delicious popcorn and pour yourself a glass of holy water as Jade immerses your curiosity with many investigations that will have you at the edge of your seat. That's Ghost Club Paranormal on YouTube. Well, it's time now for a new segment of the show that we're calling Cauldron News. Hey there, listeners. Welcome to Cauldron News. It's nothing you expected and everything you wanted. In this segment, we will strive to bring you any updates on social events such as Halloween conventions, haunts, Halloween fundraisers, basically anything we can pull together to help you come together and join a community of horror and Halloween enthusiasts. We'd like to start off with events in our local areas. However, we would eventually like to provide you with these events across the country. Then, one day, the world... Creep It Real OC, in accordance with the COVID guidelines, has made the announcement that they will be having their Halloween Expo at the Heritage Museum in Orange County. That's right, Creep It Real OC, bringing together the local haunt leaders and vendors under one sky to share all things Halloween. For more information on this upcoming Spook Fest, visit their website, creepitrealoc.mystrikingly.com. That's creepitrealoc.mystrikingly.com. 
Due to the continued pandemic social restrictions, the Midsummer Scream Halloween and Horror Convention, which is held at the Long Beach Convention Center, had to be canceled this past year. Many of us have been waiting earnestly for an update as to when they will be back in business and bringing us the spooks, chills, and thrills. Well, listeners, I'm afraid we won't be seeing them in Long Beach this year either. That's because they will be at the Pasadena Convention Center in bright and beautiful Pasadena, California, presenting the Midsummer Scream Awaken the Spirits. The event will take place on August 14th and 15th. Awaken the Spirits will feature over 200 spooky vendors, live entertainment, and a presentation stage where fans will learn what's in store for Halloween 2021 from the likes of The Haunted Hayride, Delusion, Six Flags Magic Mountain, Winchester Mystery House, and there's still much more to be announced. For more information or to purchase your tickets, visit midsummerscream.org that's midsummerscream.org and that will be your cauldron news back to you g-man well thank you strange one and great job speaking of great jobs i believe it's time for a word from our sponsor hail thine old father for only he can supply such jewelry watches axes and apparel as one would find at vikingjeans.com Find Viking styles for all members of your family. Lo, do they have styles for thine father. Lo, do they have styles for thine mother. Lo, they have styles for thy brother and sister too. Viking Jeans has the Norse wear for you and yours. So before riding into battle alongside the Valkyries and the mighty Thor with his trusted hammer Molnir, be sure to visit vikingjeans.com. That's vikingjeans.com. Com. All right, welcome back, Bats and Ghouls. For those who are following with us on our social media, we had previously mentioned that we were taking a hiatus. Well, we're back, and all I can say is... That's right. We are back and feeling good, ready to continue our mission to deliver more spooks, thrills, and chills for the rest of this season. So let's get this episode underway. Bats and Ghouls, it is my pleasure to introduce our new guest host, Please give a warm ear to Miss Lonnie, nickname coming soon, Sardo. Lonnie, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So Lonnie, why not uh, give our listeners a little insight about who you are and uh, what you're all about concerning the paranormal? Many moons ago, back when I was a child, I used to see shadow people. Now as an adult, they scare the living daylights out of me. When I was a kid, though... I was like, who's that peeking? Why are they looking at me? I'm trying to sleep. Like, stop. There's like two or three people peeking out from behind the door. Just let me sleep, guys. I'm tired. You know, it's funny you should say that, Lonnie. As a child, I too saw shadow people and I thought the same thing. So, you know, what really freaked me out. I used to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? And they did an episode on shadow people. And that's the time that I freaked out was oh my God, they could like come and put us in an alternate dimension. Like what if we are parallel to them and it's just like a glitch that we're seeing them and they're seeing us. Okay. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> Definitely not a fan. Um, history about myself. I yeah. had a radio show for a while at Cerritos College and I have been nominated for two IBS intercollegiate broadcasting system awards. I won two of them. 
Well, Lonnie, thank you so much. We are excited to have you here as we dive back into the realm of the paranormal. From rolling the dice of chance to gain ground and property in a game of Monopoly or rearranging letter tiles to form high-scoring words in a game of Scrabble, there is no denying that board games are a whole lot of fun. However, what about dark games? There are some games that should never be played because of their dark, paranormal nature. And now, bats and ghouls, it's time once again to grab your candles and light some sage as we dive into the void, exploring the dark side of some of these paranormal games. So, Lonnie, you're our new guest host. Why don't you go ahead and start us off with the first paranormal game? So the first game is the midnight game. The things you need to play, a candle, paper, a writing utensil, matches or a lighter, some salt. You need a wooden door and you need one drop of your own blood. If you have other people playing the game with you, they'll need their own stuff. So let's begin. The game starts at midnight. You write your full name on the paper, put at least one drop of your own blood and let it soak into the paper. Turn off all the lights. Go to the wooden door and place the paper in front of the door. Take out your candle or lighter. Place the candle on top of the paper that has your blood on it. Knock on the door 22 times. The final knock must still be at midnight, so all of this takes place in one minute. Open the door, blow out the candle, and then close the door. Relight the candle and let the games begin. You need to avoid the midnight man and keep your candle lit. If the candle goes out, you have 10 seconds to relight it. If that doesn't work, use the salt and make a circle around yourself. If both fail, well, the midnight man wins. You don't want the midnight man to win. If you circle yourself in the salt, you better stay there until 3.33. How do you know the midnight man is near you? There's gonna be a sudden drop in temperature. You might see a shadow person. You might hear a soft whisper and you can't f figure out where it's coming from. Better leave the area real quick or the midnight man is gonna come get you. Do not turn on any of your lights. Do not use a flashlight. Do not fall asleep. So what happens if you lose? Well, the midnight man's gonna come get you. If you leave the circle of salt, the midnight man is going to come get you. He's going to create the worst hallucination you can think of. Your greatest fears will become reality. Well, Lonnie, thank you so much. That was creepy beyond belief. Um, so I'm going to pass the mic over, literally pass the mic over to the strange one who's got a very interesting game to talk about. Strange one, take it away. Mirror tunnels, or also known as strange face in the mirror illusion. That's based on a study that was done with patients and images they saw while well, staring into a mirror. But let's get into the game and you'll understand a little bit more. In order to play this game, you'll need two mirrors. Both mirrors need to be facing each other and placed slightly apart so that you can stand in between them. It should be dead even so when they reflect, they reflect directly behind it, creating 
the multiple reflections that you see when you see yourself in, in two mirrors. Now, you have to stand and look, stare deeply into the mirror. And as you stare, you need to count each reflection. And as you're counting, you have to notice any changes, any subtleties. What do you think, listeners? Maybe you should try that game. See if you can last. How far into it can you get before something reaches for you? What if, as you're playing this game, the other yous are also playing the game and you're all simultaneously staring into one another's world? It's easy to believe at that point why there would be differences. Quite interesting. Game number two. You'll still need two mirrors, large mirrors, kind of like the ones that you have on your dresser. You need a large mirror. You'll also need three chairs. An emotional anchor object. Could be a teddy bear, could be a lucky watch, a ring, something that has significance and value to you. You'll also need a glass of water or a bucket of water, a fan, a candle, your phone, and a friend. This game is known as the Three Kings. Now, you want to start setting up at about 11 p.m. What you're going to do is you need to be in a dark room, preferably someplace without windows. But if that can't happen, make sure that there is no external light in this room. You want to black out every light there is. Now, on two of the chairs, you're going to set the mirrors facing just slightly off angle so that when you're sitting in the middle chair, you can only see your reflection through a peripheral. You don't want it facing where you can actually see your reflection. You need to be able to only see your peripheral. Now that the room is dark, the chairs are all set up, leave the candle in the middle of the room and go to bed. Reason why? You want to make sure that you get some rest because it's going to be a long night. Now, you want to set your alarm clock for 3.30, 3.30 a.m. in the morning. Now that the room is dark, the chairs are set, the mirrors are propped, you have your candle right in the middle of the room, and now the fan, because you need to have a fan, should be placed behind you and turned on during this entire time. Most of this is to safeguard and protect you. I will explain why in just a moment. Now that the room is set, continue to your bedroom and go to sleep. Leave the door to the empty darkened room open. When you go to sleep, set your alarm for 3.30 a.m. When you wake up, proceed to the darkened room, close the door, sit down, light the candle, all by 3.33 a.m. You only have three minutes to do this. Now, if when you go to the darkened room and the door is closed, 
abort the game. You left it open. How is the door closed? It is too dangerous to proceed. If you go into the darkened room and the fan that was left on is turned off, abort the game. You left it on. These are warning signs. By this time, if none of these factors have affected the game and all seems fine, it's time to proceed. Light the candle. The fan should remain on behind you. Now the fan can of course blow out the candle. You want to sit directly in front of the fan because you are protecting the candle flame. At 3.33 the game has started. You're in a dark room and you should be able to see the edge of your reflection in both mirrors. Your reflections are your queen and fool, but you don't know which one is which. And to them, to your reflections, you are also a queen or a fool, and they don't know which one is which. Once the game starts, you stare deeply into the darkness in front of you and concentrate. This should transport your conscience, your consciousness, to another dimension or reach the shadow realm. This game is set to allow you to view your life, past and future, from outside your body. Through this means, you can explore the world around you. You can ask questions to your king, queen, or fool, depending on whether you are the reflection or not. Now, this is to be played for an hour. At, at 4.34 a.m., the game is over. However, if you have not been released from this state, this is where your friend comes in. Your friend will need to try to extract you from this state without touching you. This is important. They cannot touch you. Up until now, the candle has been lit. If it goes out, you should have been able to be released from your trance. Meaning that if you're in the middle of this trance and something moves you, then the candle will go out and the trance will be broken. And that includes anything other than your friend. So, if blowing out the candle doesn't work, your friend should try calling your cell phone. If your cell phone doesn't work and that fails, your friend is there to splash the water that you left in your face to wake you up. Now, if that fails, the item of power that you brought with you should be used to show you your way back to the living realm, if you can find your way back. Now listeners, speaking of finding your way back, let's see if you can find your way back from this next game. The Elevator Game, also known as The Other World. Now in this game, you're going to need a building with an elevator and at least 10 floors. Also, there's a lot of speculation about whether there should be one person or multiple people in this game. But since we're going to be explaining, I'm going to be explaining this game. Let's go with just you're only going to need one person in the elevator at all times. Now, the game starts with very specific sequence of floors. Also, please note. 
If any rando enters the elevator, and by rando I mean random person enters the elevator, at any point before the sequence is complete, you gotta start all over again. Now the sequence goes as follows. You start with the fourth floor, the second floor, then go to the sixth floor, then you go to the second floor, then you go to the tenth floor, then you go to the fifth floor, then you press the first floor and the elevator should go to the 10th floor. Now, if a woman should enter the elevator when you reach the fifth floor, do not acknowledge her in any way. I say again, listener, do not acknowledge her in any way. She is not human. And she will ask in a high-pitched voice, where are you going or what's the matter? But you must not answer nor acknowledge her in any way. Just leave the elevator on the 10th floor. Now, you get off the 10th floor and if your phone doesn't work and also if you happen to see a red cross outside the window, you've arrived to the other world. Now, in order to leave, you must follow all the same steps to reach the 10th floor, except you should exit the lobby instead of the 10th floor. When you reach the lobby, you must check before exiting that everything is the way it was when you were first there. If anything, and I mean anything, in the slightest is out of place, do not exit the elevator and redo the sequence or else you may not come back. Well, we do have more games to talk about, starting with a very popular game that most of us have at least been tempted to play. But before we do, here's a word from our sponsor for this episode. Hail thine old father, for only he can supply such jewelry, watches, axes, and apparel as one would find at vikingjeans.com. Find Viking styles for all members of your family. Lo, do they have styles for thine father. Lo, do they have styles for thine mother. Lo, they have styles for thy brother and sister too. Viking Jeans has the Norse wear for you and yours. So before riding into battle alongside the Valkyries and the mighty Thor with his trusted hammer Molnir, be sure to visit vikingjeans.com. That's vikingjeans.com. All right, bats and ghouls, welcome back. If you're just now joining us, I'm here with the strange one and our guest ghost host, Lonnie, discussing paranormal games. As we get back into these games, please take caution in what we are talking about. These games have been known to cause many problems for those who seek to try. As I mentioned before the break, there is a very popular game that coincidentally has a popular alcoholic beverage named after it. So Lonnie, why don't you go ahead and start us off again and tell us the name of the game and how it's played. The game is Bloody Mary. The history of Bloody Mary varies from source to source. Some say it was Queen Mary, she had a phantom pregnancy, couldn't have a son, the son her dad, King Henry VIII, wanted 
and never got to see grow up. She looked like she was pregnant, had all the symptoms of pregnancy, and then the ninth, 10th, and 11th month came and she didn't have a baby. But those people aren't scholars. Nobody knows where Bloody Mary really came from. Things you need to play. You need a mirror. You need a room that's either completely dark or only lit by candlelight. Say her name anywhere from three to 47 times. There are many different ways to call Bloody Mary. You can say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. You can call her Mary Jane. You can call her Mary Worth. You can call her Mary Wales, just as long as you're calling her. You can even say a phrase, I believe in Bloody Mary. Show your fright, show your fright this starry night. Sometimes there might even be extra steps to call her. Maybe prick your finger and draw some blood. Spin in circles while chanting her name. Maybe doing both while flushing a toilet. How did it start? Well, the myth is it started with women who would want to know who their future husbands were. They would look in the mirror while walking backwards and then they would either see their future husband or a skull. A skull would mean they would die right before they got married. Maybe they would have a heart attack and actually make that come to fruition. So then what happens when you actually see Bloody Mary? Well, you might see her face. Her face will be very, very disfigured. You might see your own face disfigured. You might see your face with your eyes spooned out. You might see Bloody Mary with her eyes bloody. So is this Bloody Mary stuff real? Well, in 2010, there was a mere hallucination study where they had participants stare into the mirror for 10 minutes. Some of them saw their faces, normal people. Others saw their faces distorted and weird. Other people saw family members, maybe their grandma, maybe their uncle, maybe their great, great grandparent, but it wasn't their family member. They were twisted. They were weird. They were off. Whatever your reasoning for summoning Bloody Mary, you better make sure she doesn't get you. Well, Lonnie, thank you so much for sharing the Bloody Mary game. That was bloody scary. All right, well, we're going to talk about another game here, and Strange One is going to talk about this. It's not just hide-and-seek. It's got a little more scariness to it. Strange One, take it away. One man hide-and-seek, or, as in Japanese, Hitoru Kakurbo. Now, to play this game, you need a stuffed animal. What you need to do is you're going to need to have this toy. This toy needs to have a name. Joe, Batunia, whatever you name toys these days. You also need a bathtub filled with water, rice, a knife, and maybe some string or thread with a needle. First thing you want to do, fill up the tub with water, cut open, and remove the fluff from your stuffed animal. Remove all the fluff, and you're going to put rice and fill it up with the rice after you take the fluff out. Also, make sure you have a couple of fingernails clipped into the rice mixed in. Once this is done, sew your stuffed friend back up. Now, here 
you'll place your stuffed toy into the bath and you're going to announce to the stuffed toy for the first game I'm it you're declaring that you are now the seeker and you are it so you're gonna count to ten with your eyes closed turn to the stuffed toy pick it up and stab it saying I win place the stuffed toy back and announce now you're it and and then you go hide yourself at this point make sure you have a glass of salt water with you as you're hiding you may feel scared and should you feel scared hold that salt water in your mouth after about an hour if you have not been found by said stuffed toy the game is over go back to the toy spit the salt water onto the toy then burn it because if it hasn't already found you within that one hour it will stab you since you've established that's how you win now it's your turn to be it you know bats and ghouls i gotta say these games are really something from another realm and as much as i would love to continue diving into these games honestly it looks like we're running out of time but before we go do you know what time it is that's right it's time for one last word from our sponsor hail thine old father for only he can supply such jewelry watches axes and apparel as one would find at vikingjeans.com find viking styles for all members of your family lo do they have styles for thine father lo do they have styles for thine mother lo they have styles for thy brother and sister too Viking Jeans has the Norse wear for you and yours. So before riding into battle alongside the Valkyries and the mighty Thor with his trusted hammer Molnir, be sure to visit vikingjeans.com. That's vikingjeans.com. All right, welcome back. You know, team, I don't know about you, but I don't know if I'll be able to sleep after this episode. What about you, Lonnie? How has this episode left you feeling? I won't be ordering any alcoholic drinks anytime soon. Um, definitely not picking up a planchette either. I think I'll just uh, go home, make sure I keep on all my lights, not lighting any candles, and just stay away from the shadow people, safely under my blanket where they can't get me. What about you, strange one? I hate to ask this question, but are you planning on playing any of these games? I really do think that that's a really fun game um, because I actually used to play it without actually knowing that it was a game. Uh, I used to try to see how many reflections I could see, but it wasn't until I was a little bit older that I realized that there's possibility that it's actually visions into all alternate universes that you're looking in through a window. It was actually our scrying episode that got me thinking about that. You know, go back to season one, listeners. It'd be perfect. You'll understand what we're talking about when we talk about scrying. Now, the other games, uh, I feel like it's too much of a risk for me. I might play Three Kings. Uh, is that something you would want to be the friend and calling me on? Well, strange one. I mean, you know, if you are definitely willing to play some of these games, I'll I'll definitely join you no matter what. Um, what about you, listener? Have you tried any of these paranormal games? What was your experience? Are there any other paranormal games you have tried or wanted to try but are too afraid? Let us know your thoughts and stories. We would love to know and even be able to share some of your stories on future episodes. Well, if you like what you heard here, be sure to tune in 
to any of our previous episodes, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, give a follow on all our social media pages, Facebook at PodParanormal87, Instagram at BoydPodcast18, and I am very happy to announce that our very own strange one has his own Instagram. That's right, bats and ghouls, you can now follow the strange one at the underscore ITB underscore strange one. That's the underscore ITB underscore strange one. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Nightwing Silver. Also, you can visit our website, IntoTheVoidPod.com, to check out all our latest in-studio pictures and more. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Into the Void Podcast. Lastly, I'd like to give a big thank you to our special guest host, Lonnie, for joining us here today. And Lonnie will be back for future episodes. And speaking of future episodes, join us in the next episode as we welcome dedicated paranormal investigator and urban explorer, Heather Escalara. All right, listener. Well, I got to get home and watch the walls bleed while slowly slipping into madness. So until then, I'm G-Man. And I want to thank you for falling with me into the void. (laughs) 